Welcome back to Judging Book Covers, your book club podcast. I'm Stephanie Cortez, and we are kicking off 2022 with some updates. Um, as always, I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Megan Griffin. Megan, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for our first update that we have. We are also here with former, not former friend of the podcast. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> No, we're, we're no longer friends. New co-host. We're no longer friends. friends. I was trying to say like you've, like, you've transcended that into now fellow co-host. I can't be on friends. Just like right. the characters in our book today. Beyond your friends. Yeah. George no, might have something to say that, about that. Yeah. I love you both. Not that way. I'll just. Yeah. That's. Also yeah. distance. Mm, yeah. Real yeah, far that's apart. a lot but, of distance. Yeah. Fiddlesticks. That's the only reason I do podcasts. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. But listeners will recognize that voice. That's Ollie Brady. He's going to be joining us as a co-host of JBC, mixing it up a little bit. How are you? I'm I'm feeling great. It's it's 2022. We're 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 finally over the hump that was 2021, the Wednesday of all years and uh <laughs> it just feels it feels good to be uh starting a new year, starting as a as co-host on the podcast. Um uh, for listeners, you might be wondering, why why have to ask Ollie in? And I think it's just because of my wonderful, witty insights where I just like say stuff about Ireland all the time <laughs> and, and make <laughs> non-connected non-secretors between the books and my own life. So, yay, that's what I'm here for. It's because you're a lot of fun so and you're serious. great. You are great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You guys are also great. Let's just tell each other we're all great at we're the all beginning. Great. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's the podcast from now on. We're just telling each other how great we are. Oh my god! The you idea of that's the twenty twenty two mood. Yeah, just being super positive with each other and just being like, "Oh my god!" Just Stephanie, before you do this, I just want you to know you're great. <laughs> the constant pep talks. I like it. Yes. Well, welcome. We're very excited to have you. I'm very, very excited for our new format. Um, one other change that we've made is we're going from biweekly to monthly. Um, so that's a little another little update. And while we're definitely still a book club podcast, um, we're also going to to encourage ourselves to write. We're going to be adding a little travel section where we each write a little thing about the book that we've read or something else if we just did not care for the book that we read um, and read it on the podcast. So I'm very excited for that, too. Megan, have too. you ever read stuff you've written out in public before if we can consider this public uh i wrote fanfic for minds at york like that was something we tried to do very early on but we didn't cap it and not all of us were writers so yes i have mm-hmm. uh, but it has been a minute yeah also english major had to get up and prevent present shit all the time gotcha how about you ollie yeah. i've never i don't think i've ever Right. Oh, hmm. All right. Uh, just to make a non sequitur to my own life, I was here. Um, when I was in college, <laughs> I went through a phase of writing incredibly bad poetry and going to like poetry nights and reading them. And uh, that's about as close as I've gotten. But I'm no longer that ridiculously self confident <laughs> where I could just stand up and rhyme cat with hat and think that I was a genius. <laughs> I think one book we should do poetry because I would like to hear this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It could be a limerick, a haiku. 
can mix it up. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I love- would be good. Yeah. Oh my god. So back in my HOL days, um, you got points as a student um, for writing on the school papers. So I wrote regularly for the uh, the Ravenclaw paper, but for the Gryffindor ones, I wrote haikus. So okay. many fucking haikus. So yes, let's do Very this. Very nice, Megan. Just you're great yep. because this is the positivity podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> could you just explain why there was a Ravenclaw we... and Gryffindor paper again? It's H O L Hogwarts Online. Okay, perfect. H-O-L. I, I thought you or said H Wells, and I thought this was like your high school. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I had two, maybe four, four different papers. I have come to terms with the fact that I'm a big old nerd and was part of a Harry Potter online community, uh, who has led to me gaining the ability to have any amount of patience and given me at least one of my best friends. Um, so yes, I accept my nerdism. I love you it. guys are both really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just you you went a little bit robotic there, so it was it was hard to know when you're finished. Oh, Stephanie, damn. have you ever um have you ever been part of like one of those types of communities, like online communities? I have not, which is honestly a little surprising that I never joined or anything. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think no. Did you there have was like healthy, a uh, what was that? College years. <laughs> Did you have healthy and normal college years? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie uh, was popular. Whatever. No. <laughs> I'm sure, like in high school. No, I was, was a sick kid. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember there was like the most that I did was like there was this. Oh God, I can't remember the name of this website, but it was some like, like early. No, this would have been late '90s, early 2000s. I think I was in high school, so it would have been like probably early early 2000s. Um, where you could like post all your poetry and so i used to write poetry in high school i'm sure like i'm sure super angsty i still have it i haven't read it but i still have it you haven't read it, read it be a little yet in years yeah <laughs> oh no yeah there's definitely at my mother's house at least one box of megan under the age of 18 writing and mm-hmm. we don't need to find that i know oh, it's under my bed and i'm I- like I think we disagree, Megan. I think we do need to find it. Oh, I don't think we do. No. Are we going I will to totally find go some look of Ollie's as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, if I'm oh. finding it, you're finding it. Oh, I am dear. 100% certain that there is... Oh, oh this is even how bad it is. Because I'm not, I'm not just like a, a book nerd and stuff. I'm a science nerd. I have it written in science copies. So like it's written on graph paper. <laughs> That's that's how that's how bad I was. Oh, make it your life. That's how dedicated you were. You used what was available. There's absolutely a (laughs) poem somewhere written dedicated to uh, different types of statistics. I remember writing that and thinking how clever and amusing it was, and then looking at it about six years after that and going, "Oh my god, how did you ever get laid? What the hell?" (laughs) I need to hear that one. I probably won't understand what yep. you're talking about, but I still want to hear it. <laughs> oh, bad times. Or good times. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So we're going to have to do some drabbles, maybe some poetry. Down for yeah. that. <laughs> it's, what know, else? All an attempt to get us all to write more. And right. Hopefully get more published. Yes. Yes. So 
I definitely would like to be in the practice of writing. And I say that and then I don't do it. Yes. So now I'll have to do it at least once a month in theory. Right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think writing for me really feels like analogous to going to the gym or going for a walk or something. It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. And sometimes I can motivate myself to do it. But if somebody else said, let's go for a walk, let's go to the gym, let's do some writing, I'm much more likely to get on board and do it. If I'm sitting on my own in the house and I'm like, I've got two hours, maybe I'll sit down and write. And most of the time I go, I've got two hours, maybe I'll sit down and have like a mid-afternoon snooze because I'm old now. Um, (laughs) What a cozy cozy sitting room I live in. This is fantastic. (laughs) The alarm's gone off, I have to go pick up my kid or whatever it is now. So um, yeah, so it's just... It's nice to have, I have to do this. Like, I have to do a little bit of writing for the podcast now. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, it's like your, like, swim buddy account accountability, strength exactly. in numbers. Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to be running a marathon together next year, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm be watching. There's been a lot of commitments made <laughs> tonight. Yes. I committed to cheering you on, and I will, yes. Yes. <laughs> now, to be honest. I didn't realize Megan was going to jump into, yeah, let's definitely do it when I suggested that. I literally had just said that this was the reason I was considering going to Ireland. Did you really think I was kidding? No, but I was, I didn't actually think you'd be like, oh yeah, it's on. I was like, damn. No, because I'm sorry. You just gave it a passionate speech about having a writing buddy and like what good that's going to do for you. Mm -hmm. Hi, you just went. I'd like, I'll be your running buddy. Oh, sure. Great. I am game. And then you're like, nope, never mind. Didn't no, I didn't say never mind. I was like, damn it. Now I'm yeah. committed. It was more of an oh crap. That's true. <laughs> yep, that's true. Uh, I mentioned I'm old. I don't have to run the marathon. Can I run a bit of it and then walk? Yeah, we'll figure out a pace. Don't worry. I seriously, I've only run one half marathon and I had a panic attack at the beginning of it. And so my friend ended up um, who could have crushed it ended up keeping pace with me to keep me from panicking the whole time. And it took me, I think nine of the 13 miles before I calmed down. Mm. And then we had the killer hill in front of Georgia tech. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to ask a really silly question because I I'm very lacking in, in mental health knowledge and stuff like this here. Do you know what triggered the panic attack? Not because I don't know if they always get triggered by something specific or. Um, I am not sure what triggered that one other than just, oh God, I don't know if I can do this because 13 miles was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because in that case, I reckon I'm having one right now. Um, 26 (laughs) miles. This is not. And even though it's like a year and a half away or whatever, I'm like. (gasps) Yes. It's not even a year and a half. It's like, a year and ten months. Yeah. Oh, Grant. Yeah, that extra few months would be fine. Yeah. No, oh, mm-hmm. no, you, you've calmed me down. Thanks, Megan. If we start now, you could literally start. I'm starting from zero. I haven't ran in years. If I was to start now, I would conceivably finish in eighteen months. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. You figure out when that eighteen months starts, and you get that head start. <laughs> see you at the end. <laughs> Why is this man running all the time? Wait, can we really call that running? Listen, he's doing it. We're, we're proud of him. 
there's a Simon Pegg movie. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's essentially this. Is it? I know what it's. I, I know what the, its title is over here. This is Simon Pegg. Uh, it's called is Run it? Fat Boy Run. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. as I feel, pretty apt title for what it would be if I was doing any jogging <laughs> at the minute. So. I mean, same. <laughs> so but yeah, listen, I guess uh, we're great. That's the important thing. Yes. <laughs> That's what you have to remember. I do like that. Guys, did uh did we read a book this month? We did read a book this month. Oh, does anyone want to talk about anything they read between episodes essentially? <laughs> Before we dive into that. <laughs> That's a good question. What was everybody's favorite book last year? Ooh, favorite book. Ooh. Favorite? I say as I have to open my list to remember what the fuck I read last year. That's I'm exactly like, what I'm doing right now. Yep, same. But also, you want me to narrow it down to one? Let's see. No, no. But just like, what were some top contenders? I'm just nodding at like everything I'm scrolling by. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of fives on here. <laughs> um, let's see. One that I read recently was um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by yes! Tara Jenkins Reid. It's, I think it was published in like 2017. It's not, it's new for me, but it's not new because I feel like, Megan, you've read it a while ago. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Many years books ago. Books don't usually make me cry. That one did me in. It was so, <gasps> so good. So good. I love that book so much. Yes. I like remember, like I did it on audiobook and I remember standing in my kitchen just sobbing. Oh God, audiobook <laughs> It's like, I'm making me. dinner. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> It was beautiful. So great, though. Oh, Cemetery Boys. That was so good. Ugh. Arsenic and Adobo. Oh, I finished the Diviner series. Loved it. What'd you think had without spoiling of... for Ollie? Had a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, some positive, some vengeful, I will say. Um, <laughs> some sad. <laughs> Their emotions ranged all over the place, but there was some vengeful, still some vengeful feelings. Um, I I would encourage you to finish so we can talk about it. Well, I'm three books in, yeah. So I think I've only got one book left, and I'm very nervous that some bad things are going to happen to people I like, and that's so that that's where I am at at the minute. And uh, yeah, but uh, I'm going to finish it, and we we can talk. Maybe maybe we should cover the last book for the podcast at some stage but um yeah oh, that'd be I'm, cool. I'm, yeah i'm definitely on board to uh to finish in the next in the next while uh yes. i went through my list of, of books that i wrote or wrote last year yeah i wrote several oh. but um <laughs> books that i read last year or last year and uh <laughs> i've got i've got a list of like weird sci-fi fantasy and then a bunch of books that i know i've reread last year and then i've got this little spe- special section called books that made me cry in 2021 and uh, on top of it i've got second place uh a book written by rachel cusk and um i've written down this this is my own words here is you sobbed like a little baby you little baby man why are you still crying so uh <laughs> wow it's, it's very much it's about art and uh, jesus about a woman and she brings an artist into the house and it's about they how it help inspire each other and and work together it's very similar Aww. kind of i was gonna say it's a similar theme to what we were 
we read in this one, but it, not not particularly, but just about people who work together well as a pair. And uh, and I just found it beautiful and moving. And I mean, I cried like six times reading that book. Oh. And books don't usually do that to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, if anyone gets a chance to read Second Place, it's really wow. good. Good to know. I'm with you where books don't usually do that to me. So when they do it, they're like the real deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everything makes me cry. <laughs> movies can This now. book did not, I will say, though. God, no. movies make me sob. Encanto. Ugh, I've Luca. seen, yes, <sighs> Encanto three and a half times now. And I've cried every single time. I can cry from the damn album. <laughs> um, Luca is also great. Yes, I will agree. I have cried at Luca. Encanto was was done by Lin Manuel, wasn't he? Wasn't it? Yep. Or he did the music for that song. The music, yeah. Yeah. It is Ollie. Yeah. That is your homework. You have to see it before next episode. Is it on Disney Plus yet? Yes. Yes. That's how it's I been on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. perfect! Well, in that case, I will definitely see it between now and the next time. Awesome. Although I did just discover that Bob's Burgers is on my uh, Disney <laughs> Plus, so perhaps I'll so be watching same. ten seasons of that instead. Oh, my shirt! No, no, no! Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my Christmas presents. No, no, no! <laughs> you watch Encanto first, <laughs> and then you watch Bob's Burgers. Okay. And finish Cobra Kai. Because eventually. But like in Kanto, you were a kid in a big family. Watch in Kanto. I better not cry, Megan. Oh, you're gonna fucking cry, Ollie. Oh, God damn it. I mean I just said I've seen it three and a half times and the album still makes yeah. me cry. Cried multiple times through it. Throughout. Yes. Yes. So just, you know, have those tissues next to you. Yeah. Fine. And yeah. Oldest child breakdown. I prehydrate before I go child in. breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> Megan, what but about you? But then you'll just love the music. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No. no, you're definitely right about the music. I've been listening to that almost every day yes. during work now. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, uh, what about you for some um, of your your faves? You know, I actually made a tweet about this and I should have just pulled it up. But... <laughs> um, I think most of, uh, I read a lot of really good stuff last year, I feel like. And I think um, reading a lot of Sylvia uh, Moreno, Mm -hmm. Garcia, last name, Garcia, yes. I read like four or five of her books um, and love them and have like two or three more still to read. So everything about those are great. Um, And then I also did... The House on the Cerulean Sea um, by T.J. Clune. Absolutely delightful. Um, but at least for you, Stephanie, it will, like, a lot of triggering things for the Canadian uh, indigenous book that we mm. read. Okay. So, like, lots of Good metaphors to, to that. Yeah. But fantastic book. Good to know. Yeah. Nice. There's okay. one other thing that I Ooh. wrote or that I've, yeah. I've written down here. I was just checking to make sure I had it. Um, I read uh, the first uh, Sex and the City book, like the original, the, the oh. series of little little columns that she collected into to one book. It's fantastic. Really? It's, like, it's way, absolutely way better than I thought it was. And 
I, I'm not sure why I put it in, probably because the, the new show was coming out or whatever, and I was like, randomly saw it on a bookshelf and said, why not? And I picked it up. <laughs> if you've never read it, it's no. it's great. Wait, like, <laughs> she's a fantastic so this, writer. Is this the columns that are written? Yeah, so it's a, it's a collection of essays, basically. Um, oh, okay. By, by Candace Bushnell, the person who wrote the, wrote the show. And it, it's just oh, basically okay. what she had been publishing in the newspaper that then are effectively the stories that are being told in Sex and the City. And you can recognize a lot of them from individual episodes, but there's so, there's so much more heart. In it. And I love Sex and the City, so I, I don't want it to sound like I'm coming down the show. But the column, you really get a sense of who she is and who the other people are, as opposed to... The show is is very much, I want to say, caricature. Mm. But again, but sounds I'm being negative, but I don't. I just mean they're so much bigger because it's a TV show. But it, when you're reading the columns, you're like, oh, what? Well, so obviously this is Charlotte's character, mm. and I can tell she's a bit of a stick in the mud. But it's not like, you know, she's not falling over because somebody said the word boobs in the second episode. You know, it's. It's it's just it's a really a genuinely entertaining read, and I think I had about as much fun with that as I did in any other book I read last year. So, wow, that's, that's really, really good cool. to know. So I've never I've never picked up the book. I've thought about it, but I just never did. So now, now I'm encouraged to. You're are you guys watching the new show? I've never seen Sex in the City, so I'm not. But I knew Stephanie. You started it, right? Yeah, I wanted to see how they were going to handle Samantha, not or Kim Cattrall not coming back. Yeah. And then I kind of got sucked in, and there's a lot of stuff that makes me kind of cringe, but I can't not watch it each week. So that's where I'm at, because <laughs> I'm still going. Interesting. Okay. Stephanie, as a, as a fan, uh, which of the Sex and the City girls would you identify with? Like, I mean, I'm going to say <laughs> you're a Ravenclaw-Charlotte hybrid. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Charlotte makes me so mad sometimes, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I remember I had this theory in college that, like, Carrie, was it, what was my theory? It was something like that Carrie was, like, all, if you combined the other three. But I never quite figured out who I was. In college, I feel like I used to say I was Samantha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I don't know because <laughs> I don't like I could also be because I'm just relating it to what they're doing now I don't know who I would actually want to be oh from the like, new season yeah I'm like yeah, maybe Samantha because she's not here who knows what she's doing yeah. I, I uh I have some thoughts on the new season and yeah. what they've done to some of those characters um yeah. and I I just don't understand it like I don't mm-hmm. I don't get where mm-hmm. to go because for someone who it does feel like an absolute huge departure from where they were at the end mm-hmm. even a, a huge departure for the end at the end of the second movie so yeah i get it you know new it's it's 10 years since the last series finished or whatever so they, they wanted to have something different and you know talk about growth but it'd be nice to know why some of that character development had happened off screen instead of just yeah. pumping in the new episode and you're like well this doesn't even feel like the same person yeah. Are you talking about one person in particular? I am talking about one person in particular, yes. <laughs> Are, um... Am I going to need to start <laughs> watching this? It, it is mean... good. It's. Yeah. It, I'm enjoying it, or I enjoyed yeah. it, sorry. Yeah. Like, I'll sometimes right. just put it on, or if it's on, like, E. I mean, a lot of, get, a lot of it gets cut off, but I'll, like, leave it on. Um, 
when they show the old episodes. I don't know about the second movie. So much. I mean, I would watch it, but I it's one of those where I'm like, I don't need to see this again. The second movie. No. That's fair. It's no. one of the worst things ever put on cellular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that watch I, it for the story, but. That I still enjoy. you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. I did not know that you were a Sex and the City fan. I love that I've learned oh, this. Watched the whole lot of that <laughs> with the girl I was going out with at the time. And that was the that was the show we watched together when we hung out. And it was like, all okay. right, you're in the Sex and the City. I watched Sex and the City. That and Gilmore Girls. And I still okay. really like Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is so good. Mm-hmm. Although, don't get me started on Rory. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Speaking of Rory and books... We read a book. <laughs> yes, we did read a book. <laughs> a book that Rory would stick her nose up about. I don't think mm. she would have read this. No, she's not down for like a a summery romance, beachy, not really beachy. It's a beach read, I would say. Beach but, read, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, she's like the type that would bring Proust to the beach or some shit. Like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah exhausting yeah. yeah she would bring proust dean would bring a copy of uh, a car magazine um jesse uh would would also bring proust but a different translation just because they're so <laughs> no, pretentious. Be... a beatnik yeah actually yeah i was about to say i either that or like faulkner or something like that. Jesse. I like Dean's choice out of all of those. <laughs> Something I don't really have to think about while I'm at the beach. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but our book. Yeah, I love was... beach reads. Yeah. They're fun. Um, ours was People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Uh, this was, I think, both Megan and I got it from Book of the Month. Is that right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that Book of the Month going strong. <laughs> and I got it. Uh after going down to my local bookshop and saying, do you have a copy of a book called People We Meet on Vacation? And they said no. So I went to the other big bookshop <laughs> in town, the, uh, the large one, and said, do you have a copy of a book called People We Meet on Vacation? And they said no. That movie, that book does not exist, they told me. And I went, oh. I know it exists. I've seen this book. I'm about to do it on a podcast. And they went, it definitely doesn't exist. Uh, and I said, order is Emily Henry. And they went, oh, okay, right, we'll, we'll look it up for you. Emily Henry, are you sure you don't mean you and me on vacation? And I went, I'm not sure. And then the, the lady behind the counter said, oh, no, I think that must be the prequel. Yeah, it's probably a prequel. So I didn't bother looking at this. And then it turns out, yeah, it's it's got a different name over here. It's called what? You and Me on Vacation. <laughs> what? Why? What I, the I hell? I have no idea why it's called You and Me on Vacation, but it is. But that's why normally when, when I'm, I'm coming on to the podcast, I'll, I'll read like two weeks in advance and then do myself a little refresher. But I literally finished this about an hour before the podcast started, <laughs> which is about as late as I'm ever at, at this sort of stuff. And um, yeah, You and that Me on Vacation bizarre. is called. And I couldn't even get yeah. a, an actual copy of it. Sorry, that sounds dismissive. I don't mean it to. I had to get it on my Kindle. Um, oh, I because I couldn't get it as a book version, um, like a paperback version, or even couldn't even get a hardback version of it, because it was sold out and is out of print in in Ireland and the UK for like the last six months. So oh my, oh wow, that's I guess the paper. Wow, yeah, I appreciate your dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh if I had known that, dude, I would have sent you a copy. 
Oh no, it's it's not a problem. I just I I just just think it's funny that she said it must be the prequel, and I didn't bother checking. I just went <laughs> probably was, and then in my head I was like, this would be just like Megan. So she says to me, get a book, we'll read a book. It's a standalone Jesus book, and then you find Christ. out it's in a series. <laughs> I mean, I have never told you something as a standalone or lied to you. I just don't tell you their series. But I yeah, <laughs> think if you ask specifically, sure, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, sure, Megan. We know. I know. Like this, is, I've been on the podcast with you multiple times where you're like, oh, yeah, I just tried this book, Oliver. Oh, yeah, it's book two of a series of 20. And like. <laughs> No, 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 You'd no. have known no, no, no. that Nancy no. Drew was in more than one mystery. <laughs> I have never given you book two of a mystery. You have given me book two of something. Yeah, but she wouldn't do that. This is neither here nor there. You ridiculous. Anyway, more I cannot believe this has all great. That's a dumb title. Great. Everybody's great. <laughs> you and me on vacation. Yeah, is a dumb you title. You and me on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it more of a romance book and i don't feel like this book is entirely meant to be a romance book it's definitely a beach read don't get me wrong it's a super chill book yeah but it's not like a romance like um like Alyssa cole where it's like all like building up to this i mean i know we were building up to it but there was definitely some like some drama some angsty stuff happening yeah Yeah. it wasn't just about the romance what was the plot stephanie Oh, crap. Wait, Megan, did you say that you have I've the got plot? it. I got it. Hold up. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I do. Okay. <clears throat> Poppy and Alex. Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She has insatiable wanderlust. <laughs> he prefers to stay home with a book. I'm cracking my roommate up. Apparently. <laughs> And somehow, ever since a fateful car share home from college, that was a weird way of phrasing that, many years ago, (laughs) they are very best of friends. For many of the years, they live far apart. She's in New York, and he's in their small hometown. But every summer, for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. That is, until two years ago, when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks when she was last truly happy, she knows, without a doubt, it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together, lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything, If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What possibly could go wrong? (laughs) Yeah. Listen, guys, if there's one thing I know, there's two types of people in the world. People who are wild children and people who wear khakis. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) Everybody can be split into those two categories. What was that Taylor Swift song? She wears short shorts. I wear sneakers. That's why I started laughing oh, when yeah. you were reading that um, part. Because I was like, there's a Taylor Swift song that I did not like <laughs> that was something like this. It reminds me more yes. of that great American song uh, where he was a skater boy. And then she said, <gasps> yes. I'll see you later, boy. Mm-hmm. 
He wasn't good enough. For have her. you heard? He wasn't good enough for her. <laughs> oh, there is a song. Have you heard like the updated version? Um, no. Of Skater Boy. Oh. It. Hang on. Let me find it. <laughs> What's it called? Skater Man. He's still <laughs> trying to live the That's dream. A... It is like if. Skater Boy had been written in 2021. It's this oh, song. No. Ooh. And it is... I think it's called Skater Boy, but I'm trying to find it again. I'm worried they pulled it off Spotify because I haven't heard it in a minute. Oh. Oh, Later Boy. It's L-8-R-B-O-I by Ash Nikki. Oh, Ash Nicky I'm going to pull that up so I can listen to it after. Yeah, I'm going to check it out later as well. Yeah. I love her. Oh, She's like wait. one of my f- new favorite artists. Yeah, I added her to one of my other plays. I'm just going to add it to a playlist. Oh, happy days. Yeah. And and it, nope. so it's like Skater Boy only if it was written this year. It literally starts the same way as Skater Boy. And then I'm very excited for this. <laughs> it is Skater Boy had in 2021. Cool. Thanks for that. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm yeah. delighted. I'm just remembering Avril Lavigne. I was just thinking to myself, what a bop complicated was yeah what a great song mm-hmm. yes so great yes 100 percent agree it can also link into the theme of this book as well why did they have to go on <gasps> so complicated <laughs> why did they because <laughs> from the cover of the book it looks like things aren't co- i love the cover like it looks very much like a beach yes. read i love the like peachy coral background and the palm trees and she's just lounging and he's he's reading on his lounge chair but good for him it looks like a very wonderful and very khaki colors yes he yes his yeah <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's wearing maybe swim swim trunks i don't know they're orange but his shirt is maybe. like khaki colors. <laughs> it actually reminded me of um there's this youtube fitness guy that i follow the fitness marshal and he they started like a little clothing line was it last year yeah it was last year um and it was just like a a simple top uh, like a mesh top with like a sports bra and, and leggings and then they did their palm springs um collection this year and i was like i don't know anything about palm springs but i really like the, it's like a pinky peachy colored shirt that like totally matches oh. this book and then they also came out with a green one i was like it really matches the book now i have to get the green one Oh, please do. Yep. That'd be such a great picture. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And I'm That's bringing like, this back I... to when the first couple of episodes I was on the podcast and I would have European versions of the books. So this is the first time I've been on where I've had a different cover of the book. So I just sent you a picture oh. of the cover for you, me, and uh, you and oh me God. on vacation. Is it? Is what? it the unicorn? <laughs> It's a uh, it's a unicorn float. This is yeah. yeah this yours is, is different. Uh, <clears throat> I I would never have picked it up. No, not with the unicorn. I float. would have picked it up to laugh. I don't know why. Yeah, no, not at all. That's not doing it for There's me. There's something about that that I absolutely hate. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not as striking or interesting looking as yeah. Is, is this as your guys cover? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. We're gonna I definitely also, have it's to a compare different, covers. It's a different summary too. It's a different what? It's a different summary. Yeah? From the one that was on the American. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, what did we think of people we meet on vacation slash you and me on vacation? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I just to break to break the tension because I feel like we may have slightly different opinions on the book <laughs> or, or reacted to the book differently. So Poppy, you know what, is our main character. And, and the book is mostly from her point of view. In fact, almost entirely from her point of view. And uh, she's very annoying. And uh, she's not particularly good at communicating with those around her. And the relationship she has with the other main character, where they are friends, but they're both secretly in love with each other, feels so plastic to me when I'm reading it that I find it very hard to identify or or even warm to either of the main characters and in a book like this i find that to be about as damning as i can say about it like the idea of a a beach read or a quick read or a fun read is the characters are there and you go i understand what they're going through or i get where they're coming from but these two people are so insufferably annoying to me (laughs) that i just wanted to go hurry up and finish reading this book please let me finish the book having said that didn't enjoy it just not necessarily the people in it okay that's fair yeah um i do Uh, agree about her being annoying (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i i didn't i don't think i found them both as insufferable as you did i found her to be a little annoying sometimes and like because i went into this thinking oh it's a romance so to me like a romance is like there's going to be charming things the thing that she one of the things that she loves that he does that like sad puppy face. I was like, this isn't cute. What the fuck no. is this? I did not enjoy it. I also didn't enjoy like when we first meet her, she's like clumsy. She'll spill on herself or almost fall. And this could be 50 shades of gray. Fa- great. That book's fault because she was very clumsy and it was overdone so much that anytime anyone's <laughs> clumsy, I'm like, why can't you just stand up? <laughs> <laughs> so there's just things that I did not find charming. Um, that's fair yeah I did like the two best friends being in love with each other and not telling each other I get that from real life so oh yeah (laughs) you can relate to that (laughs) that part yes but then we eventually did tell each other and then did a lot of talking about it like we communicated wait which is key you guys talked about it we you know we did you know yeah you didn't go on holidays for nine consecutive years (laughs) I mean okay we didn't talk about it I do have a question about that like Ollie, are you the type of person, like, if you started liking a friend, you would just tell them? Like, you don't have Absolutely. that hesitation of, like, uh... 100%. It would not bother me. I would lay my cards out on the table and just be like, hey, you and me on vacation, if you get what I'm saying. Hmm. And then if they want to go, don't want to go on vacation with you, I'd be like, yeah, but we're still you and me friends, yeah? And they're like, yeah, perfectly. That's fine. Now, it's all well and good me saying that. I'm also aware that you two know that I am technically very bad at communicating in real life with people that I may be involved with. So, yeah. So I like to think that I would be more direct, but also I don't like conflict in that sort of situation. Hey, Ollie. Yes, Megan? How was the Lion King? (laughs) It was fantastic. Mm. I had a good time. It was a lovely way to spend New Year's Eve with a friend who is a friend. 
Okay. Okay. You could take all of that out if you want. I yeah. just forgot about it until <laughs> no, this moment. it's fine. It was fine. We can talk about it afterwards. It's not a problem. That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> it, was a, it was a good it was a good day. Yeah. And I was a good boy. I... That's good to hear. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, I I think there are two things that happened while reading this book. One, I read another book of the month book and hated it um so by comparison this one was so much better um and two i relate a fucking lot with poppy i get a lot of what poppy's going through um so yeah (laughs) like fuck you (laughs) listen i have worked very hard to become very or or to be able to express my emotions and what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling and I'm still working on that you're doing great cursed thank you (laughs) I don't know if you're being serious or not I'm being sincere okay (laughs) wait just give me a second that being said I'm just checking up what the word sincere means and make sure I was right there no I was I was being sincere (laughs) don't know how to respond to that (laughs) um that being said i have never had a friendship where i've been like it's i'm going to lose something like no i've always like i can't i don't keep secrets not even my own like (laughs) i tell crushes (laughs) i don't hide that shit i guess is what i'm getting to yeah. Like, just try it. They were both single at different points. So, like, why not just, uh, I don't know. I guess I get being scared, but I would, up, I would, like, I think in that situation, I'd probably be, like, more like Ollie. Like, okay, so, no? Okay, but we're still friends. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, we're still exactly. friends. Like, it's yeah. fine. I, and maybe it's, it's a product of being older as well, where you just go, yeah, but it's, it, it, I find it really easy to just switch off that part then. It's just like, okay, so this isn't going to happen. That's grand. That's gone. That's It's it's turned off. It's not going to work. Yeah. But what I was finding... But it tri- is something that needs to be discussed. It yes. should be actually discussed. A, con- yeah. A conversation. Like, talk about Sorry. it. Sorry. I guess I would also Sorry. maybe recommend talking about it before you have sex, before you make out. That's just me. 100%. If you're both so about. worried and you're not saying anything for years, maybe just talk before you do anything physical. Here, Although that is then the tip off that they at least like you a little bit, or at least they're attracted to you. Yeah, well, the having sex should probably be a tip off to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, as you, uh, no, I'm sorry. Hi, would you like to hear my trauma? I had Megan. sex with a guy who I was very much into, and then that I thought was going to start a long distance relationship. And then when I got back, he went, well, you were offering. So, yeah. That's so, yeah. what we call motherfucking trash. Is, oh, yeah. No, trust real? me. There was a lot of issues there. Yeah, I'm for real. Like, guys, I don't know how to tell you how much I am bad at dating. No, I'm, 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 I'm not saying that. I just you met somebody that was friends that you were friends with. Hooked up, and then he moved away. when he got back, his response was, "Ah, well, you you know, you put it out there on the table." I mean, 
Yeah, essentially. Are you still friends with this guy? No. No. Oh, good. Because... Damn. Like, like, I can't tell you. I have terrible taste in dudes. Um, and... Like, that trip, uh, I, like, he moved to Kentucky. I went to visit for a weekend, um, got back. My car had been towed. My dishwasher broke. Like, I, that trip ended oh. with me sitting in my kitchen crying and my best friend being like, I don't do physical contact, but would you like a hug? Um, oh. So. Well, just <laughs> like, for now, <laughs> Stephanie for ourselves, we should just put a little pin in this and instead of writing poetry in the future, we could also write a country and western song based on what oh Megan just told us. <laughs> Songs, we could, poetry, you are welcome. Travels. Okay, yes. My car you got towed. You are welcome towed. to turn my trauma. That's like so much to happen song. to you in such a short in amount of time. Short, it was th- like, oh my god. I would be broken. Dude, like legitimately yeah. broken. Like this is why, no, like no joke, I am on a complete dating freeze because... My attraction to unavailable men is like it is coming from some like heavy rooted trauma, guys. It's great. I love therapy so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, therapy is brilliant, and it's great that you're going to it. Um, I tell just (laughs) to bring it back to the book and 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 to allow Megan some time to process the trauma (laughs) she's clearly going through. In in this story, I think that they're single more often than. than they aren't throughout the book when they're together. And we meet a couple of their other partners. So we meet Sarah, who's... So Alex is the main boy, right? And we meet Sarah uh, a couple of times, and he mentions her a lot of times. And I never get the impression she's a nice person. I never get the impression that they have a connection with each other. What I get is him saying, oh, she's the perfect woman for me. And then Poppy going, well, I don't like her. I got the that, sense oh, that yeah. he like settled for that he was like I can't have Poppy because even though we're best friends we can't be together because we can't talk about it so I'm gonna settle for this person because like she wants the same stuff I do and just this is what I'm gonna do we have enough in common it's fine is the sense that I got from him exactly. even though he said he loved her but yeah. I was like I think you're just like this is fine yeah he's a dog at the table with a coffee cup that's what he is and it is fine to Oof. him there's, but like there's no I don't, I don't feel like there was ever uh, a relationship, a, a proper relationship there. And then we meet, Poppy has a boyfriend. I've forgotten this. I've written it down here somewhere. Uh, the cameraman guy? Trey. Trey. And they dislike each other. Like, there's no, there's no, there's not even a friendship seemingly between the two of them. It's like, it, it's like, he is there and it, it's not the obviously the sole motivation because she probably wasn't thinking about Alex when she started going out with Trey. But when Alex is there, it just feels like a high school movie where it's like, well, I'm going to kiss this other boy and he's on the football team and you're going to have to watch and that's going to make you jealous. Like, <laughs> oh, 100% feels that way. Yeah. I think she had fun with Trey because he would travel with her and like take the pictures and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think they had fun, but like, there's that part where he he's teasing her about her love of reality shows, and then Sarah also is teasing her. Maybe Sarah starts it, whatever. Um, like, I don't know. I feel like you should know your partner well enough to know 
what not to tease them about. Or at the very least, if you start to, you should like, because I feel like she would have looked a certain way. And then like a, a good partner who's in tune yeah. with their partner would have been like, let's not do that. Let's change the subject. I'm not going to pile on. But he didn't. So I was like, all right. Well, okay. and then that other guy that she dated who broke up with her after like, after meeting her family, which was shitty. And after she moved in with him. Guillermo. Yeah. Yeah. That's really shitty. And got rid of half her shit. Because he, I, I, didn't, I didn't get her motivation to be interested in him at all. He just came across like a shit. Like from from the first mention of him. It's not like, in, in all these books, you get that honeymoon period where the new guy seems really nice or the other guy seems really nice. And then you get to, you know, peel away the layers and find out that the onion inside is rotten or whatever way we want to describe it. Or let me mix my analogies there. But... <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo never seems nice. Nothing about him ever rings non douchebaggy. It just all is douchebag the whole time. Yeah. But also, maybe that's just because of the way I mean, the, the book is laid out and we're only getting snippets from different time periods. No, I think the intent is that, like, she was running, like, anybody in the absolute opposite direction of Alex because none of those guys would ever feel a hundred percent or like safe or, you know, like a sturdy rock. Like she, I think she went into those relationships with like never the intention to actually stay with them. Like, I think her like being like, Oh, I could settle for Trey and freaking out about potentially being pregnant with this kid, like solidified. She didn't see a future with these people. Yeah. Cause she freaked out more than just, Oh, this is the wrong timing. Her freak out was yeah. more yeah. like, the world is ending. <laughs> My life yeah. is over. Like, what if what is happening? I can't. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what can I do? Um, Guys, how old are the characters in the in these in this book? I think they're like twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah, because so that's what yeah. I was thinking. The whole thing lasts from them about in eighteen to, to twenty eight. Present day, yeah, because they meet at the end of freshman year, so they're so like eighteen or nineteen then. I'm gonna call this the Ted Mosby problem, where. We have characters who are somehow diametrically opposed because he wants to settle down and have kids and she wants to be out traveling and seeing the world. And that's why they can't have a relationship when they're 23. Like, even if they were to get right. together and he has a job, she can still be a journalist and a travel journalist. He doesn't have to be with her all the time. He can still be right. there when she comes back. He can still have his job. People do this sort of stuff all the time. They don't have to have kids when they're 23, 24, 25. And the fact that Alex never has a kid with Sarah and never really commits to that relationship shows that he, that's not what he was looking for at that age. But the way right. the book lays it out is we're so different from each other. Like right. we couldn't we couldn't possibly work on the same page. And he has a vasectomy. After Poppy's pregnancy scare that he had literally nothing to do with, he had a vasectomy yeah. without telling Sarah. Now, his choice, yes, but, mm -hmm. like, didn't even talk to the person that he apparently, I don't know if he had a ring at that time or if he bought a ring after, but he had, at one point was going to propose to her. Um, didn't even talk to her about it. It's like, yeah, oh, you really do need okay. to tell your partner about that. But that was, that was the realization for him. He did the vasectomy for Poppy. He did the... The ring he bought was something Sarah would have hated. It was for Bobby. Yeah, she so would like that. That ring. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Both of them have a lot of trauma. Yes, like, like 
Agreed. One hundred percent. There's a lot of trauma up in those two people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but when we say trauma, there's a lot of this is self-inflicted trauma through their inability to just say, "I have a thing for you." That is. Like, yes. Okay. I would say though, Alex okay. should have been in therapy when he was a kid, though, because his mom died, and like he should yes. have. I think that informed things for him growing up. He literally wants the American dream. Yeah, like his. It's not just that his mom died; it's that his dad fell apart. Like the implication is that his youngest brother's getting married. Yes, and his dad is still not anywhere near okay. Like it's yeah. fucked up. His younger brother's yeah. getting married and has a conversation with yeah. Poppy where he describes his 28-year-old older brother as going through empty nest syndrome. Yeah. Which I think was true because, like, that's why he moved back to their little town after they graduated college. Yeah. Like, he wanted to be near his brothers. Like, I feel like there's... I feel like it was probably a lot for this character to leave home for nine months out of the year to go to college since he essentially raised them, since dad wasn't always all together there for them um but yeah the emptiness thing i felt like that that felt real and he's only 28 i don't think he was wanting kids at 23 or anything like that but he probably made a comment of like yeah i see myself married with kids and to someone like poppy at 23 who's like marriage is something i never want i always want to be free like even the implication that eventually you want it down the line is something that can be blown out of proportion in her head but that's what I'm saying is it's they the way they react is like everything has to be happening next week oh I agree it's a problem Alex has just said to me he wants he sees himself settling down and living but I don't want to settle down but listen love when you're 35 36 there's a really good chance you will want to settle down and have kids and that's when a lot of people are are doing that in 2021 2022 whatever happens to be they're 21 like our parents did um the time that she gets sick i don't remember where this was in terms of years but it was their first she has yeah, pneumonia it's the yeah. first trip they're supposed to take on her company's dime to go to sweden and yeah, Norway. to an ice yeah. castle four years ago Wait, I think. okay it's like so then they're probably like 21 20 yes it's probably like her first yeah oh no 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 like oh four years oh, four ago, years ago. So, okay so like, 24 ish Roughly mid-twenties. He goes to help her, but there's, like, when he's holding her in bed, like, they both can tell that the other person wants the other, like, but then they don't talk about it after she doesn't have pneumonia and it can, like, you know, function and process things. Like, it's the lack of communication where I'm just like, okay. (laughs) The The other thing about the communication is... She asks him about Sarah repeatedly and he is so evasive about it. And then when we get to the reason why he was so evasive at the end, I went, ah, come on, dude. Like, you're not answering any questions about Sarah. You're being vague about Sarah because the reason is you broke up with her. Like, And that's his, I, I, don't, I didn't want you to know I broke up with you. I pretended I didn't remember stuff about our relationship because I didn't want you to. That was weird. That, like, this is, that was these, weird. This doesn't feel weird. I thought he had like a brain. That's tumor, that's what honestly. I thought was going to lead. That's what it was leading like, up to. Okay. He is sick or something. <laughs> yes, I was like, this no, no, beach no. read is going to get dark. <laughs> Let's be fair. Alex is a dick. 
Like, <laughs> straight up is an asshole. Like, I'm sure there are women fawning all over him. Alex is a gaslighting asshole in this situation. Like, I understand what he preserved that and shit, but like, why the fuck are you on vacation? Like, like really, the what all it reads to me is I wanted a vacation before on someone else's dime before going to my brother's wedding. Like, there is no reason to not pretend these things. Why? Like, I'm sorry if someone who I hadn't spoken to in two years called me up and was like, "Hey, let's do our vacation thing again." I'd be like, "Cool. When are we having the therapy session first? Like, <laughs> when are we downloading yeah, first? Some type of conversation. We haven't spoken. In, yeah, we haven't spoken in two years." But we're going to travel There's together. There's a, a couple yeah, of things that I thought so was funny about this. Is, uh, and we were talking about the, the fan fiction version we were going to do. And the fan fiction I was going to do was does, going back to, I think it's six years ago or five years ago. And it's when Sarah goes on holidays with them. And I was going to write the conversation where Alex says, oh, by the way, we're going with Poppy. And Sarah's reaction has to be, what the hell are you talking about? Why are we going on vacation with this friend of yours that I, as a non-idiot, am clearly aware that you have a thing for, <laughs> but why would I sign up idiot. that our holidays are going to be spent with her? What What are you talking about? This is realistic. And then Alex would have to come up with some sort of fast-talking way of, oh no, it's cheap and it'll save money and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's a, yeah, it's a discounted trip to Italy. I would also go and find a new Italian boyfriend. Actually, that's exactly what Sarah should be doing. It should be well, hello, yeah. Giorgio. Nice. <laughs> like, Sarah 100% deserves the perfect husband. Yeah. Mine was going to be about the, like, basically the day that she runs into Poppy at the end. They have, like, their little closure thing where, you know, Sarah basically says, it would have been easier if all, if you two, for all of us, if you two had recognized yes. your feelings and talked about it. And it was going to be like, from there, her happy ending. Megan, uh, I like that. How did you find that scene? Oh, I loved Sarah. I had like Sarah was one of my favorite characters in the entire book because she was a hundred percent right at all of her concern. <laughs> yeah, she actually was. She was. Yeah, yeah. That particular scene that Stephanie just read, I was so. Oh no, a hundred percent. I was there going. Hold on a second. Where was this version of Poppy? 10 years ago and well, I get that people can go okay. whatever but Jesus Christ and she went to therapy she, she, but the fact that you okay. can just She's make this person therapy. go you know I should have addressed my concerns at the time yeah you you should have yeah this I, is what she's trying does. to make Helps. amends it does it yes. does yes. like because Alex you're... is also in therapy as well we yes. learn a little bit later Man, I was kind of hoping he'd say no. And then I was like, well, that's a dark turn for this. It's not going to be a happy ending. And then I was like, oh, it's not done. Never mind. My bad. Yeah. There's, a, there's a few other <laughs> few other things that really popped out to me with this. There's a, there's a bit where... So um, for those of you who haven't read it and you're going to read it, it's it's set in different time periods. So there's, it's, it's mostly in the modern day. And then we get flashbacks for a chapter or two to 10 years ago, nine years ago. Because they literally went on holidays together for eight consecutive years and nobody bothered to say, perhaps we're in love with each other. Because this is the kind of thing that people well, who are in love with each other would do. But yes, as you're, you're, you're learning about the thing. um, So they, there's one point where they don't want to share a bed together. I couldn't tell you how many times I've shared beds with 
women who are friends of mine because it was the only bed and two human beings can be in a bed together and not necessarily have to touch each other in any way. But they were acting Ollie, like the this. universe has given you so many airs only one bed tropes and you've not taken advantage of that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Is it's there. It's God like, has blessed like, possible. you. God has blessed me in many, many ways. But <laughs> th- th- in that situation, so- it's possible to just share a bed with somebody and not have to act like it's 1952. And, oh my God, I'd have to go tell my priest the next day. Like... This was after not speaking for two years and because they didn't have the therapy yes. session, Megan message, or at least a conversation. Um, yeah, it'd be a little awkward to, because they're basically like, tiptoeing around what happened in Croatia, which is what those flashbacks finally lead up to. Um, and what way, happened was not that big of a deal. It. What happened was it, they, they had a kiss. They <laughs> oh my God. I was like, okay. They made out. They it. almost had sex. Like when they have sex on the balcony and then they're like, oh, finally we've had sex. We can finally talk about everything. And I was like, did you not have sex in Croatia? Because that's what I expected. Yeah. Was either nope. there was nope. sex nope. or like, was like interruption of sex. Right. And then I was like, did you get into some really terrible, terrible argument? Not really. It was no. kind of a let- the Croatia reveal was a bit of a letdown. No, Alex isn't able to process his feelings. Yeah, they have an awkward conversation. That's what happened in Croatia. We kissed, and then mm-hmm. we were awkward with each other. And then didn't talk for two years after you kissed? Exactly. Like, like guys. What, what, are we, what is going on here? I, I don't get this at all. I, the other thing I wanted to say is they have a meet-cute on in the car on the way. Like, it, it's a reason for them to have a thing. Mm. So, let's get personal a bit. Have either of you two ever had a meet-cute an actual, honest to goodness, meet yes. cute in real life. Ugh. And it got ruined. Yes. Oh, no. <gasps> no. Megan, why? what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my life is so fucking weird. Okay, so I was in Borders, looking at books Borders. before, like a this movies is... or something. Hold on a second. We're writing a Hallmark movie now. <laughs> Let's get on. Let's go. This is a great start. So, not paying attention. I probably had headphones in because I—that's always who I've been. And this guy was like, oh, have you heard of this book? I'm trying to find this book. And like, cute guy. We talked books for a few minutes, went and helped him find something. I don't know. And then he was like, so I was chatting you up for my friend who was like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but the look of him is someone who is an incel now, I'm sure. And like... (laughs) I don't want to say disparaging thing about people who perform magic, but don't give me your card. <laughs> so it was a great meet cute until I realized he was trying to get my number for his friend. His magician friend? His magician friend. His magician friend, David Blaine. Mm. <laughs> and the guy you met, no. Leonardo DiCaprio, it was a pussy party party. Oh god! <laughs> oh. Stephanie, have you ever had a meat kit? I don't think so. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm so sorry. Oh, have you? I had I had one. Yeah, um, it, yeah. it was it was nice. I was sitting on a bus, and I was in like it was a relatively quiet bus, and I was sitting uh, rather antisocially with my two feet up on the, the seat because I was a teenager. And I had my earphones in and they were shitty earphones because it was 1998. 
and I was listening really loudly to the song One Headlight by The Wallflowers, which is a song I still really enjoy. I really like it. It's a nice song. And then I look up and there's a girl sitting on the opposite side of the bus and she's singing along with my <laughs> lyrics. And she's like, we're, we're just looking at each other. And then it turned out we were going to the same college and it was nice. And we had a, we had a thing for a while and it was, it was sweet and stuff. But That's cool. The I way, like that. <laughs> the way that these guys act... It's like this first conversation was like a mind-blowing level event. <laughs> You're from the same town and you go to college. Yeah. I mean, I found out so because they're from the same town, right? They're from the same town. Yeah. Um, but then they didn't know each other in high school. Maybe there's yeah. multiple high Two schools. Two different high schools. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Maybe she went to the one on the other side of the tracks. Oh, wait. She, she said Eastland. East, they, Eastland Field. Yeah. They're literally, it's East and West. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Because I grew up in Springfield. Yeah. And my college roommate, sophomore year, like a month into being roommates, um, she was like braiding a friend's hair, like a friend of mine from the previous year. And she was asking my roommate, like, oh, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I'm from West Springfield. I was like, I'm from Springfield. Like, I went to Sacred Heart. I went to Sacred Heart. Like, I had Miss <laughs> Olive for a second. I had Miss Olive. Like, that like led to us realizing we were like best friends in like second grade and totally forgot, did oh, not recognize crazy. each other. <laughs> yeah, so there was kind that's of a, a friend there. cute. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is the and best. then the other friend, the one who was getting her hair done, was like, "You've been living together for a month and didn't realize this." <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they didn't go to college in their hometown. They went to Chicago. So, like, which is at least a four-hour drive. Like, if someone, if I went to New York and someone actually was like, oh, yeah, I went to, you know, same small town as you're from, I'd be like, that's a weird coincidence. But if you're the same so. age as them, like, if it, like Linfield is, it comes across to me as being very small based on their descriptions. And... There can't be that many teenagers that they wouldn't have bumped into each other at some stage. But it's implied she, they didn't yeah. get around in the same circles. Because she didn't have like a lot of like friends. I don't know if this is a real town. And yeah, she had many no friends. Right. And I don't know how much he was going out if he was like trying to raise his brothers. That's true. He was just hanging around with a bunch of middle-aged dudes talking about how the thermostat was always too high. <laughs> Glad I am talking about you guys with this book because it's making me realize that I, how much like their relationship is bad. Not that I thought it was good, but like, thank you. <laughs> this book is going to fuck me up a little less, I think. I mean, I I hope that. So the epilogue is them in New York together, and then they're gonna after he's done teaching because he quits his job, goes to New York. He finds a job for the spring semester, mm -hmm. and then the summer vacation. They're gonna go back mm -hmm. to Linfield. And he's going to fix up, do some more work on his house, which he bought, like, it's his, his deceased grandparents' house. Um, they're, like, trying it out to see where they fit. I'm just like, I hope that the two of you are continuing therapy throughout all of this. That you didn't get Full together and you were like, we fixed yes. everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> now we're done. Yeah, it's just... Good God. I like that it didn't end up with them, like, married. Because I don't think these two people are going to last as a relationship. I you think, don't think so? No, well, he wears khakis. Like, come on, guys. Uh, like, and she's got <laughs> an insatiable wanderlust. 
So, I mean, it's right there in the back. Like, it, it, like you can't combine those two. It's like oil and water, guys. It's just not going to mix. I feel like he would go wherever she wants to go. If she wants to stay in New York, yeah, he's going to stay in New York yeah. with her. And yeah. then if she wants to travel from there, he'll just be the home base. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's still in therapy, he's 100% going to fall back into taking care of her mode. Yeah. Well, and doing is what she, she wants. Is she giving up on her traveling lifestyle now? I know that she's quit well, working with Or and Or magazine or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, so is she just going to write a column about people you meet in New York? And if so, where is she? Go- where are they going to make money? Because he he's probably going to find it difficult enough to find full time job and that's got what a house I was thinking. And like, <laughs> can like, I introduce you to the Instagram that is people of New York and how much money that guy makes? True. So she would have had to. She would have to jump on something like that in this world before yeah. someone else takes it. Because I was thinking that I was like, she yes. is a columnist and he is a teacher. I don't know how they're going to afford to stay in this city. Yeah. Well, Not at but all. It, also, it's one of these fictional universes. So I don't know how they're going to be able to afford that brownstone they own on their own. Um, because that's what happens I mean, in all like, of these romantic every, comedies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, every time she was talking about her apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, about I'm sorry. Quitting. I've done oh, the whole. Yeah, I've done the whole trying to take a vacation while living in new york on your own honey no i'm sorry no now she doesn't have that r&r credit card to charge those yeah. trips to that was also another thing i i couldn't i didn't understand right no obviously this is privilege talking and i don't want it to sound this way but she she seemed so broke like I can't go to Palm Springs, which is another thing I wanted to ask. What the hell is Palm Springs? Like, what is this? Is this like a resort? Is it, is it like a, a family vacation place, or is it is it a town? Is it? I, I I just don't know. I don't know what it is. Far beyond this book and the fitness marshal on YouTube and like stuff that he's posted on his Instagram of going like in the spring, maybe not the summer because apparently you just melt in the summer. So maybe it was in the spring when they went. Yeah. I. It to me it feels like and I could be wrong, like a super rich, fancy vacation spot for those who can afford it. Yeah. So it's just like rich people sitting by the beach. It's I don't even know. Yeah, I would assume it's near a beach. <laughs> because no the idea. the place that they're staying That's what I'm is at an right absolute shithole. <laughs> yeah. Because she like couldn't get the magazine to pay for it and so she was gonna pay for it. But that's a good yeah. I but see, that's what I'm getting at. But by is, that point, it was like, if she's living in New York and she's uh, working as this successful journalist, and this is the thing she doesn't want to give up on, but she apparently doesn't have enough money to spend a week in Palm Springs. And I'm not. I'm I, obviously a week in Palm Springs is probably very expensive, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be to the point where oh, I don't know if I can even cover half of this on my right. own. So, especially since she is splitting it with him. Well, she was. Was she splitting everything? Because okay. she didn't tell him. That the company no, wasn't paying no. for Yeah, stuff. she didn't want to admit that she was yeah. sure, you see. Yeah, she was paying everything, I think. Yeah. And not that you should charge everything. That's not the answer to it. But it's also like, ooh, you're not getting paid enough to even maybe put it on a credit card and pay it off like next month. Yeah, exactly. So that's what that's what it I It sounds like her credit cards get. were fairly, yeah. yeah. I don't think she's financially a stable person. Yeah. Megan, you lived in New York, so you know, like, 
to have an apartment that like she's describing it doesn't really go into much detail about but she she must be earning a fair amount of bank well that's the thing i couldn't even figure out what neighborhood she lived in like does she live in brooklyn I, I like there are parts of Brooklyn that cost more than Manhattan, so I don't know. But she didn't have a roommate, right. um, and like I didn't have a roommate in New York, and I lived in South Brooklyn. Like I, it took me forty five minutes to get to South Manhattan every day. Mm. So yeah, like to put in perspective, I wasn't anywhere near hip or cool. Um, so. And I was paying at the most eighteen hundred or just under eighteen hundred. I mean, there were closets going for three grand. Yeah, at least it didn't go fall into the like the massive trope of she looked out a window over Central Park, uh, which, which I always. <laughs> but find it kind of does. Yeah, I, it's weird. I did really like her boss. I do like her boss. That's great, boss. Your boss Wait, seems cool. Saying, what were we saying about Instagram? She uh like had a famous blog and was like an Insta right. celebrity, like had lots of followers. Right. right. But she didn't really like she wasn't really she wasn't a an influencer the way her friend is who hates it but keeps doing it. Right. Which is a little right. weird, a little interesting. Um once she got the, I mean, the get that magazine money. job, she stopped. Yeah. Um but yeah, I really liked her boss that she was, um, well, first when she tells her not to go super hard into apologizing when she gets sick and gets pneumonia and can't go travel because yes. like men don't do that. It's like, yes, you tell her this. You give her these lessons. Um, she's the one who t- suggests therapy, like gives her a card and like sends her champagne and a, congratula- a congratulatory note after like with her quitting and starting her new column and stuff. So I was like, I like this. I like that it wasn't like, <laughs> you know. Like, women in in positions of authority are often seen as bitches. Like, it was not that. Yes. It was a supportive boss. Yes. Yes. I, I, how do you pronounce the boss's first name? It's like Swap, Swapna. Swapna? Swapna. Two names. Something like that. Yeah. Also, Alex named his cat after Flannery O'Connor, the writer. I just wanted to... Uh, yeah, I didn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> feel like this. Don't be so pretentious. <laughs> Call your cat Yeah, mittens. exactly. Come on. <laughs> like, okay, like... So, Charlie was named after both Charlie Weasley and Charlie Black. Um, and then we are getting... Or I'm getting uh, kittens soon. And one of them will be named after Astrid from A Darker Shade of Magic. And also from How to Train Your Dragon. I'm not that villainous. But like, so I get like making literary references, but you're right. That is fucking pretentious. It just, it's like, you know, he wants to tell everybody who comes in who he's named the cat after. Like, I was finally recovering. What a strange name for cat. Well, she was my favorite Southern Gothic novelist. (laughs) So you would beat Alex up, is what I'm. I'm gathering. I would say that again, Megan. You would want to beat up Alex, is what I'm gathering. No, no, I wouldn't. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a non-violent person, but yes. 
I, d- I honestly don't think myself if like this is one of those things I, I like to talk about when I watch movies and stuff. Is going, would I want to hang out with these people? And the answer is no. I wouldn't. No. I, I don't think I would get on with Alex at all. And I am also a teacher in a secondary school. Like I, I have a certain amount in common with him. I love reading. I love all of these sorts of stuff. I am a person who likes being at home and relaxing. But I think he would be an absolute nightmare to have a conversation with for more than 10 minutes. Yeah. I agree. Interesting. I'd maybe hang out with his brother because that bachelor party sounded fun. And I would want to go to that. brother does sound cool. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And Rachel, the social media influencer, she yeah. seemed nice. Yeah, she seems yeah. very like herself. Is she's very grounded, um, and she's very cynical of the whole influencer thing. But that's her job, so she's yeah. still doing it. This is how I'm making my money, but mm-hmm. it's not who I am, and I like that. Yeah. Like she seemed, and she seemed like a genuinely yeah. nice friend to pop yes. too. So yes, yeah. The more I think about this, the more red flags Alex has. Mm-hmm. He's got a billion red flags, Megan. <laughs> Ollie, I'm aware. I'm learning. I'm trying to adapt. Just because he's a reader doesn't mean he doesn't have red flags. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. I just, I, there's just this, something just about the central premise of going on holidays in eight consecutive summers with your best friend but they don't really have all that meant much talking and relationship in between so like we're only seeing the summer bits so are they literally just going off and living their lives for nine months and then all right we're going on holidays together now and if that is what has been happening and that's kind of what we're implied has been happening between them surely at some stage some like alex's best friend or her best friend must have gone what about you two like yeah what's what's your deal it is weird but there's, yeah this doesn't it seem like weird. anybody has ever said it like we so we we've been friends now for a few years and we have said that to each other about people we've been talking about what's the deal between yeah. you two mm-hmm. like but apparently these people who are best friends and are going on holidays and spending every summer together yeah. nobody's ever brought it up and they never once had that conversation where they were having a couple of drinks in or a couple of scoops in and we're like you know, me and you, if, you know, if things were different. We weren't friends. We, you know what I'm saying? We, but uh, that's my drunkenly. Right? I like if, it. if you ever, if you ever come across <laughs> yeah. that version of Ollie, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Good fair warning. After the marathon, we'll watch for that. I just, I just want okay. to say it. It's just not uncommon. <laughs> well, his grandmother does say something to her. When she brings, ooh, I forget which guy it is. One of the guys. Um, she asks if he, if she, Grandma Betty asks. Trey. Just Trey. Trey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Asks Poppy if she loves him and she says yes. And then Grandma Betty's like, as much as you love Alex. And she responds very honestly and says, I don't, something like, I don't think I'll ever love or I don't know if I'll ever love anyone as much as Alex. And Grandma's like, I wish he knew that. And I'm like, okay, so Grandma sees this. I feel like yeah. I could have, my grandmother would have had like the two of us at some point been like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yes. What is That's, this? Like, <laughs> it's, it's I, the would same thing. I would do that. <laughs> like if I went home and I mentioned the same girl's name twice at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's your girlfriend, is it? No, no, yep. no. We're just friends. But you mentioned her twice now, Ollie. Like, yeah. You mean it's your girlfriend? I was like. No, no, we're just we're, we're just friends. Yeah, the way you said "just friends," 
Like it's ha- like, and then it would just become a running joke in the family, like Ollie yeah. and X. Yeah. Like, oh. But this uh, this apparently has never happened. It's like everyone else is just the edit of blue. Like, oh my god. Her mom does give her a box of condoms, though, for their first trip. Yeah. (laughs) Which I was like, okay, mom. My brother has a friend um, who I won't say her name, not that they're ever going to listen, but it, like, really bothers my brother how much I bug him or, like, tease him about this. But they're super close. And everybody is like, what's your deal? Why aren't you guys dating? Apparently she dates his best friend. Um, I don't know, but like they're currently like he's introducing Doctor Who to her. So I started calling her his not girlfriend. And then he yeah. goes, She's not my girlfriend. And I said, I know, I just said the same words you did. <laughs> so like I a hundred percent agree. Like your brother recently like brought home a girl and it was a big deal. Yeah. Fine. Yes. Uh, yep. And who I still haven't met, but that's because I live an hour and a half away. But like the family's met her, <laughs> you know, it's fine. Like, so maybe we should do is uh, give final thoughts on the book. Okay. Um, so Megan, <laughs> I, maybe we should go from most positive to least positive. So <laughs> Megan, you're great. What yes. do you think of the book? Um, I am still glad I read it. I think that it's. I like what it says about other things in the romance. Um, And I still enjoy it for that. I don't particularly care about the romance in general. Um, So yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, uh, I liked it fine. I enjoyed like reading about the different places they would go to since I can't travel right now. So I'm not comfortable getting on any planes. Like that was kind of fun to read about. Um, I loved other, like, like Megan, exactly like Megan. So, like, things other than the romance, like her awesome boss, um, at the end showing how therapy can, in fact, help you for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're kind of an example of, like, how to not handle things when it comes to feelings and emotions. 100%. Like, they just, uh, it's, like, you're, at, 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 eventually, it's like, you're adults. Like, just communicate. Yeah. yeah. So. How about then, you, Ollie? I'd say, uh, first off, that I think Emily Henry is a brilliant writer. I'm actually going to buy a, her, her book. Is the one before this was called Beach Read. So hmm. I'm going to pick that up and read it because I, I genuinely enjoyed reading the book. I think her way with prose is very good. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like either of these characters. So uh, as a reading experience, great. Like four out of five, the way people are giving it. But as a as a storyline and uh, engagement of characters, I I would like give it like two massive red flags out of five red flags, um, oh, no. because there's neither of these people are good for each other, and they should be able to recognize that. But apparently, it took them ten years to recognize that they liked each other. So, yeah. Well, they'll be at least married for a decade. <laughs> they'll like no, break up that. and then not be able to be friends whereas if they had done this when they were younger they could have probably it wouldn't have gotten so serious now it's been built up for years like they're either going to be married forever and miserable or married and divorced and hate each other and no no longer friends or they get married and then he goes back to Sarah mm. or he just sticks if around and he's back. miserable because yeah. he wants to do I don't whatever think... she wants to do 
Yeah, I don't think Sarah would take him back. I think Sarah. I hope not, girl. Have some have some standard. <laughs> no, <mm-mm. laughs> Sarah, don't do it. Like I feel like she broke up with him in a big way the first time to be like, go away, kind of thing. Being like, dude, I know you're not into me. Stop it. Go away. But then they got back together. Like she, she took him back or however it happened. She moved schools. Yeah. She moved to be with him. Like that's that's the thing that. Like we were saying that Poppy had moved, and then Guillermo turned into being this douchebag, and he he moved. She'd moved in with him. Sarah changed schools and moved to his hometown, and then got to the point where he had she had to break up with him. That was a girl who was committed to that relationship. She was putting in the oh, legwork, yeah. and then he let her down because. She he never had her interest at heart at all. So yeah, Alex, just a giant waving flag walking down the street saying, "I'm here for you, Poppy." But he's not. He, I I don't see him as a keeper. Nope. Unless unless they're actually continuing therapy. I wish. I agree. Mm. I wish there had been just like a comment about therapy. If yeah. they have actually actively kept up with therapy, right? Because he also moved states. He'd have to find a new doctor too. Mm-hmm. That's true. I bet he ends up with his new doctor. He gets married to her. (laughs) No. That's awful. Okay. So that was... (laughs) My cat is called Flannery O'Connor. (laughs) The therapist goes, okay, we've got a lot to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) Let's settle in. (laughs) So that was people we meet on vacation. Um, do we want to list out like things that we're going to read in the meantime before the next one for the podcast? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go we, cool. to give people a chance to, to read them as well. So, yeah, because we don't we don't have any travels this time, but we will next time. So do you all know what you're reading next? That's not for the podcast. Yeah, I can go first. I can pick it up because it's right here beside me. I uh, so the Wheel of Time series started on. Amazon Prime. So I signed up to Amazon Prime for the first time. I am not usually an Amazon Prime person because I disagree with Amazon in general um, and the way they treat people. So I've never really had it before. But because I want to make sure that the series that's based on my favorite book series of all time continues, I signed up and made sure that that was what I was watching. And then I clicked on an episode of The Expanse because it was advertising it to me. And The Expanse is so good. Like unbelievably good. It, it might as well. It, it might as well have just sat down and said, uh, "There's a lad who lives in Ireland who likes six <laughs> things in a TV show. Let's put them all in one show." Oh my! So I was like, "Oh, they made a show for me." And um, so I've been watching Expanse, and I've I've binge watched it, and I don't binge watch most things. Uh, so I picked up James A. Corey, The Bite and Wakes, which is the first novel in the Expanse series. And I'm about, I can just tell you exactly where I am. I'm uh, 285 pages in and it's amazing. And I don't say that much about science fiction novels. Usually they they leave me kind of cold. I read a lot of them, but most of them are pretty bad. That guy is unbelievably talented as a writer. I, I feel every single one of those characters feels like a real person to me. And maybe it's just because I've seen the series and the series is very faithful to the books, but it feels concrete it feels real it doesn't feel in any way shape or form like alex and poppy just to go back to the book not to not to harp on them too much but just 
everything that any of the characters does feels like actually yeah i can see this character making that move in this point so yeah leviathan wakes by james a Corey. it's fantastic yes sounds very excited i'm excited to hear more about it after you finish it yeah <laughs> you guys will don't worry <laughs> what about you stuff megan do you know what you're gonna read <laughs> my delay is so bad i'm sorry oh it's okay <laughs> Uh, um i am about to start oh no house of leaves is that what it's oh. called <laughs> yeah. House of leaves okay yeah house of leaves i get it confused with another book um so i always have to double check but i got my sister's uh, partner a copy of it for christmas and he, i basically was like i'm about to read this weird ass book you like weird ass books too um, so he's going to read it and then pass it on to her. So it's kind of what all of us are reading. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Plus the maid. I'm so excited to read the maid. Oh, nice. <laughs> Megan, do you, do you, you know anything about House of Leaves? Nope. Other than it's a weird ass <laughs> book and my, one of my besties loves it. I cannot wait to see what you think of that book. <laughs> well, I got the book S. Uh, which is a similar vibe. And my mm-hmm. one of my best friends, Laura, was like, I cannot let you read that before you read House of Leaves. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, what about you? What are you, what are you reading? Yeah. Um, I'm going to do... I just had it. I'm going to do Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, this will be the third book of hers that I read. She did The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and then also Malibu Rising, which I really liked last year. Um, after the seven husbands i was like i need more of her stuff this i just i need it all because that book was amazing and i'm curious to see there's a character in the seven husbands of evelyn hugo who shows up it's or he shows up in that one and then it's the malibu rising book is about his kids like his family essentially so i'm curious to see if there's any any names that i'll recognize in this one i will definitely read that because i haven't read that one yet either okay nice and what what type of genre is that, um, Stephanie? Like mystery or? No, I don't think so. Let me see. Historical I actually don't fiction, know what it's about. <laughs> oh, historical fiction. It's a band. Yes, it's yeah, about a it's band. It's a band. It's right. going to be a TV show soon, I think, too. Oh, cool! Like everything that we do on the I podcast. could be wrong, okay. but I'm fairly certain it's been cast. Let me double check really quick. That's cool. Yeah, and as as Stephanie mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we we might cover more tv shows of books yes. like look at adaptations and how they work yeah i think it's, I the universe that. has been I? leading I us to it. that for so long wait what like, was that so many of our books i said so the universe has been leading us to that for so long mm-hmm. so many of our books gets turned into things uh but yep. it is it is upcoming amazon prime show um okay. 10 episodes and it'll be presented in a documentary style. It's it's historical fiction. Uh, I think it's in the seventies. Excellent. I'm yes, looking forward to it. So too. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, uh, what are we gonna do for the podcast next, Stephanie? So next for the podcast, we are going to do Winter's Orbit by Everina Maxwell. Just going to read the very brief tagline that I've got here, which is that Winter's Orbit is a 2021 LGBT space opera novel. And it's her debut op- um, novel, which space opera. I'm like, sure, let's do it. I am in. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds awesome. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
when I joined and we were talking before the podcast, I was saying it would be interesting if we both or everybody picked a different book over a series of months or whatever, and then I could like randomly bring in like some pulp sci-fi, and then the two uh, co-hosts, my my beautiful and wonderful co-hosts here, then pick something which I absolutely would have picked anyway. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, happy days. This sounds like I'm all on board. Perfect. <laughs> Very excited for it. I am too, especially because it's under speculative fiction, and I don't actually understand what speculative fiction is. So that'll be something I'm looking up. Like, I know it's we're a category, but I don't know what that actually yeah. means. Yeah. I don't either. So we're all, right, exactly, Ali, we're all going to learn something. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, or fine. I mean, fun. <laughs> talk <laughs> I about, fine talk about fun. a non-committal. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> So before we close out, do either of you have anything you want to plug? Yes. Um, Sporadic Phantoms is an audio drama that I have helped out with, but it is this absolutely wonderful brainchild um, of a friend of mine. And it is technically an Animorphs audio drama, but it is built for anybody to enjoy. Season one just ended um, and it, I think, is phenomenal. Um, and there will be a Q&A in early February that I am moderating, and I'm very excited. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, that sounds, sounds fun. great. Yeah. And where can you where can you find that, Megan? Uh, at Sporadic Phantoms on all at social Sporadic media. Phantoms. Perfect. I yeah. just need to write that down. I always, people, I will, I always I listen to these things and then never write down what they do. And then like, two days later, we're like, I, st- I heard something awesome at the end of a podcast, and I didn't take it down. <laughs> I may start adding that to the show notes. Let me make a note of that. Yeah. And I want to uh, recommend a podcast called Criminal Finds, which is done by two of my students. Because I set them a task of coming up with different ways of communication. And as teenagers, they don't really listen to podcasts, but they knew that I did podcasts. So they got involved and I did one with some students last year. And uh, basically, it's two teenage girls talking about true crime that's happened that most people my age and and, and your guys' ages know about, uh, but they knew absolutely nothing about. So this, by the time you hear this, there'll be three or four podcast episodes up. So there's one of them talking about Jonestown. There's one of them talking about John Bonet Ramsey. There's one of them talking about the real-life Pink Panther um burglars and stuff like this so yeah it's it's they're, they're two kids i think megan you listened to one of the episodes i, I got yeah. megan to do a sample listen for me and uh they're great kids who like are really easy to listen to so criminal finds yeah up. i love that i definitely want to give it a listen we'd love to hear like their take on th- like how they experience it having like not grown up when like John Bonet Ramsey had happened or you know stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five years to the week that they recorded it was when Oof. John Bonet Ramsey was murdered, which God, is crazy, crazy to think about. Yeah. Although Oof. they did come up with the idea that possibly hitmen were involved, so I did. Love it's that. not necessarily the most accurate of podcasts you're going to be listening. I mean, to. at this point, anything is possible since they weren't able to solve <laughs> it. So. <laughs> Right. Well, I don't really have anything to plug. Um, you can just find me here at JBC or on Twitter. I don't really use. I've really just been using my Twitter lately for, to show my Wordle streak. But if you want to see that, Hell it's yeah. Cortez one two five. I did play. Yes, I did play today because I realized with my new phone that my streak had to start over. It was so sad. Oh. <laughs> oh. Guys, 
I ha- I don't have a word of my own. Um, God, that sounds like sounds like. <laughs> It's going to be a TV show coming to CBS in September. <laughs> but um, I don't have a Wordle of my own, but I have helped so many people with Wordle. Like, they were saying, hey, Ollie, I'm, I'm doing Wordle and I want to get it finished. Will you give me a hand? What, whoever invented that, genius. It's so simple, <laughs> oh, yeah. so fantastic. Yeah. A game that doesn't waste your time, yep. one and done, you're right. Oh, it's, yep. it's brilliant. I love it. And I, I like word yeah. games. Yeah. Same. And it's a great, like, do it in the morning after you like as a wake up thing kind of and yeah so great yep Uh, so before i close this out just a small quick announcement um you may have seen but we are no longer part of the certain pov network but you can still find us on all of our usual social media at jbc podcast instagram twitter facebook just check us out we're on there and also wherever you find your podcasts so we will see you next month with Winter's Orbit. And in the meantime, support your local libraries, support your local libraries, and don't ignore red flags. Do not ignore those red flags, guys. Yep. Oh. They're there for a reason. <laughs> Bye. Take off the glasses. Bye. <laughs>